0: <laughs> start off strong as they say hey ah. hello everybody welcome it is uk cowboys tv it's season two episode 105 this week it is a free agency review looking at the cowboys roster as well as uh what's on the free agent market for teams um looking to try and clear a bit of the cap space with the way things are going there this year with the reduced cap uh but in order to do it I've got uh, a, the double Scottish, uh, the iron and the brew this week. We've got Mr. Yeah, Paul I like Stewart. It. I
1: like that one. I like it. <laughs>
0: See, every week you get something different.
1: That, that is, uh, that is, yep. uh, that, that's the best one, mate. That's going to be the best one. That's
0: the best. Uh oh, okay, okay. I'll try and keep something like that going for you guys then. Yeah, so we've got Paul and Graham. You all know him. And, of course, we've got probably over in America, one of our closest Cowboys creators, uh over there with uh cowboy zone with brandon uh we have mr marcus with us bluff city cowboys how you doing brother long time no see
2: hey guys thank you for letting me join you today it's always good to talk some cowboys uh sports and news with you guys so it's always a pleasure yeah
0: well it's been too long uh so we we have to get you back although you are going to be back again Uh, We've spoken about that, and we'll get into that a bit later with uh, that situation going on. Um, But yes, this week, free agency review. Free agency is, uh, the the market is due to open on March the 17th, so we're looking about two weeks away, so not that far away. Um, But the reason we is I I think you guys would agree that PFF did uh, rankings of all the NFL teams, I uh, oh, saw so five last six years, uh, and in terms of which, <laughs> I think they were second in that,
1: mate. Sorry, mate, you were getting cut off there, and yeah, I think you're getting cut off there, dude.
2: Uh oh,
0: PFF did yeah. their rankings <laughs> on, um, basically. Uh, teams in the last six years that have drafted the best. Cowboys actually rank second. So in terms of drafting, everything's fine. So when you you look at it, you go, well, where are the Cowboys? If they're drafting so well, where's it going wrong? The big thing for me, I don't know if you guys all agree, is the free agent market. Mm -hmm. Cowboys just seem to just fall apart at that point. What do you guys take on that?
1: Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. It may look great on when you mention the names and stuff like that but uh it's, i can't really i can't really recall the last big free agent like a big name we brought in that's actually delivered to be honest i can't even recall like yeah. I think i think a lot of the time the
3: cowboys the cowboys kind of shop in the the discount bin you know the kind of b and c list of free agency they don't they don't go for the high flyers um, and partly part of that is it comes down to salary cap. I mean we, we, we yeah. tend to keep our guys. Mm-hmm. Think of the money we have tied up in on the offensive line. Um we're we're gonna have so much money tied up in in wide receiver potentially. Um we have we have um Dak Prescott to negotiate with as well. So we don't have a great deal of ammunition at this time of year, which is why we have to draft well. Um We tend to keep our guys. Sometimes we tend to overpay just out of loyalty, I think.
4: Mm -hmm,
3: Um, And we don't always get the best bang for our buck in the second contract. And that's what keeps us out of the postseason.
0: I would agree. Yeah.
2: Yep, absolutely. to, To add on to that, I just think our ownership has tunnel vision when it comes to the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, he yeah. likes the flash. He likes the big names, and normally those come on offense. So whenever we go through trades or free agency or the draft, he's always looking for a name that can that can sell jerseys. Because
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I think I think the best of my recollection in terms of defensive side that had flash was Dion. Yeah, like that, like. I think he was the only defensive player that actually managed to sell more jerseys than our offense at that point. Because mm-hmm. he, <laughs> <but>, so <laughs> I think that just comes to show is like everyone just keeps, keeps thinking it's like yeah offense that like wide receivers, running back, quarterback they'd really be the most remarkable type of players. But exactly. I don't remember we ever really invested in a star-studded player in our defense. It's been a wee, it's, it's pretty much been non-existent. Really, yep. like you could say you could say D. Law, but mm, yeah, it's not.
4: but yeah
0: yeah Yeah, it is it is surprising because you think if they just got that bit right then you're looking at a team really that is playing you know you know playing football in january um but instead we're getting stuck all the time um so we'll go through it and we'll see where it goes right where is it where it goes wrong we'll look at some values and then we'll take it from there first of all though as we do every week uh we start with the news and updates from the week uh so the first one and i'll get everybody's take on this and we'll move on to the next one is uh the russell wilson talk Uh, a lot of people saying um now for me i think russell wilson saying what he said is more of him wearing a bernie branch and like saying listen um, I want you to draft offensive linemen. If you don't, uh, what oh. do you guys take on the whole Russell Wilson talk? Saying he wants to
1: smoking mirrors, mate. Oh, Mike has this. <laughs> makes <laughs> yep, Mike's disappeared again. Yeah. Um, well, I'll, I'll go on and say I think it's all. I, I believe it's all smoking mirrors. To be honest, it's just yeah. And and nine times out of ten, it's always been targeted to like Cowboys related. Anything when it comes to like any scenario where it comes to a quarterback and situation like, you, you're always going to hear a wee mention about the cowboys and it started a bit blown out of proportion like mm-hmm. don't get me wrong like if if we do like move like i'm just saying for example right if we were to kind of move along from that uh, i can get russell wilson that then yeah great we've got a good still got a good high caliber quarterback but mm-hmm. it makes no sense in terms of when you think about it like We'd be taking on his his big contract, and like either way, it's like where would you where would you go with it if you know what I mean? Like I don't know, but like I said, I think it's all smoking mirrors.
3: Yeah, in it's, terms it's of the, the media, it's the perfect storm for silly season. You know, the the, the media will jump on any story they can. Right. Um,
1: yeah, JJ. What's an eye nice example? Mind a lot of people I mean, wanted
3: the, him. The QB carousel is in full swing. There is no way Russell Wilson is leaving Seattle. If Russell Wilson l- leaves Seattle, there will be protests outside of Century Link. Oh. Absolutely no way will the will the twelves allow him to leave Seattle. <laughs> um,
0: but I mean, the thing is, is they have the, the the front office. They have tried, like they they wanted to try and get Pat Mahomes, and they wanted to try and get Josh Allen. So they have attempted in the draft to move on from Russ.
1: I don't. Why do play? Russell Wilson actually being one of the best players over these years? I don't understand.
0: Um, I don't know yeah. if Marcus agree with me on this, but for me, I think it's Pete Carroll Ball. Pete Carroll Ball and Russell Wilson Ball are completely yeah. two different types of, of offenses. What do you reckon, mm. Marcus?
2: I agree with that to an extent, and also yeah. just as a quarterback, like you just said, Pete Carroll has his way, Russell Wilson has his way. If you're the mm-hmm. quarterback, and the coach is not letting you get input on what's going on, the only option you really have is, I want to go somewhere else. Even though that's not going to happen, because, again, like you guys all said, Russell Wilson's the man in Seattle. They haven't had a quarterback like that in forever, and they've had more success under him than they've ever had. It's not going to happen, but that's the only bargaining chip he has. Yeah. um, Yeah. Like someone said in the comments, when you say the cowboys name, that always makes a story light up.
1: Absolutely. Yep. Even if it there's no truth Even though it's completely false. Absolutely. Right. I mean, I'm no I'm maybe jumping drum shut, but when you you just kind of say the magic word, where it comes to if the coach like the the, the staff or like where it comes to and the quarterback not if the quarterback's not getting what he wants, they kind of help the franchise. Mm-hmm. Take the example of Deshaun Watson, he's asking for help within the Texans and he's not getting it, he's like you're mm-hmm. not gonna help me, I wanna leave. Mm-hmm. I wanna go to your team that's has where I can help and they're gonna provide me with that help. And it's yeah, and you're you seeing what you're seeing the the turmoil what is happening in Houston right now. Yeah. So and the way how things are going with Seattle, you just don't know what's gonna happen now. Right. But
2: And looking at Houston yeah. situation, even even as awful as that looks I still don't think Watson's leaving because he's a franchise quarterback. He can do whatever or say whatever he wants. They can cut everybody on their team. He's not going anywhere. He has no rights. But the only leverage he has is to say he wants to go somewhere else.
1: Yeah, that's up.
0: That is true.
2: Um, Now, we'll move
0: on to the next bit of news. But we'll just leave it um, at that point with the news is that the dark talk uh, is – going well at the moment apparently there's a lot of talks going on and things are progressing there was also some news that they wanted somewhere like second quarterback, so you're looking somewhere between 40 and 44 mil a year but we'll get get to that a bit later the other one as well is the virtual combine uh, is taking place so that will be interesting medicals interviews Very. more than anything as you say free what's that yeah yeah Uh, Free agency market opens in two weeks as well. Um, Another bit of news that came out I found quite interesting that came out the other morning was the NFL's medical advisors have turned around. And they said they cannot see uh, the NFL opening the stadium up to full capacity for crowds across the league. So that's a bit of interesting news. But also what came out as well is Gerald McCoy news. Um, talking about um trying to get back together again. So that's some good news as well. I'm um, very happy. So- I'm
1: very I'm very happy about that, to be honest. Like
4: uh,
1: like like Macroy really wanted to come and yes, make an impact on that, that and, and it's, it's just, it's just, It's just unfortunate that he picked up a, a, a season injury that did well, an injury that took him out for the, for the whole season. Normally obviously got caught for business reasons for the cap and whatever yep. had to bring other players in and etc but i'm just really happy that if we can get mccoy in because his experience alone just can help elevate like so tristan hill anton woods you name it like just having that type of guy in can make a hell of a lot of a difference for an interior nose tackles
0: yep Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, But we'll get into the free agency, and we'll bring Gerald McCoy up when we get to the interior line. So let's start off, guys, looking at the Cowboys roster, um, which is really where we'll we'll begin right at the very top, as we said I get onto this, is the DAC deal. Um, Now, uh, according to SportTrack, DAC at the moment currently has a market value of Just shy of 38 million, which is fine. Um, I can live with that. I can live with even them paying more because this is the NFL. um, Stands for not for long. And that includes um, your rankings of the salary cap. Um, There was a time when Tony Romo got signed and a lot of people were saying um, how much that was. And then look at it now. Would have been... You won't get a backup for that amount, uh, but let's get everyone's take. Uh, let's get the first take. Would you agree, in terms of free agencies, DAC is the most important at the moment? Yeah, oh, without
4: a doubt, no question,
0: without
1: a doubt. no question, yeah, no question about now, it.
0: Now, I, I mean, obviously, I know your take, Paul and Graham, uh, on this one. For you, Marcus, since you're the guest, um, uh-huh. these pair have talked extensively about Dak uh, on this show already. What's your take on getting Dak signed, and where and the amount? Would you
2: sign him to? All right, let me let me give you guys some some good news before all the chaos starts. <laughs> Hit it. In the United States, this is about the stadiums opening. In the United the, States, oh yes, the governor of Texas has announced that the mask mandates are over. Yes, correct. Yeah. That means they're going to open up the state of Texas pretty soon. And if that happens by the time we get to September, Jerry Jones is going to have a million people in that stadium if he can. And whatever Jerry Jones does, the rest of the league follows. So I know that story says the league is not going to see the stadiums opening. If Jerry Jones sets the tone for it, it's going to happen.
1: It's literally followed the leader pretty much.
2: Exactly. And, and Jerry Jones yeah. and Clyde Piper. Yeah. That is true. So <laughs> That uh, is so, true. Yeah. So, so back to the DAC talk. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just want to put that out there because.
0: Yeah. I yeah. You, you keep going in a minute and I'll it. be right back. But let All us right. give it. Give us your doc take.
2: Okay. So in terms of DAC, I don't normally do a lot of DAC talk because it's just such a hot button issue. But in my opinion. The value is the value. I know people want to compare him to this player or that player. You have to compare him to where the market dictates he should be paid. at. And if that price is 25 million or 45 million, that's what the market dictates. And on top of that, you can put whatever number you want to on there because you can manipulate the cap. However you like, if, yeah. if Dak only wants three years, give him a four year deal, make the last two years expensive, to where the team will say, yes, we'll pay you that fourth year or we'll cut you or we'll extend you. But yep. the average amount per year, that means nothing unless you're talking about a one-year deal, which we're not. If Dak signs for four years, you can make year five fifty million million. Now, by the time we get to year four or five, the cap may actually explode to the point where that's the going rate anyway. Yeah. But you use that number to make the average go up because all the all the um the agent and the all the agent really cares about is what I can report in the media. And if the agent can report whether Dak's first year is 20 million because of how they structure the cap, if he can say my 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 player has a forty two million dollar a year contract, it's a good day for him. Yeah. So the numbers really don't matter. It's really just how they structure it. Now I know yeah. we hear all these rumors about this is the reason why it hasn't been done. Or, That's the reason we really don't know. But I, I feel like it's it's gonna happen because Dex that just that good of a player and he's that important to the team. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like I said, the numbers will be what they'll be. We just have to wait to see how they iron out the structure.
1: I think that like I, I, like. I find that I think it's going to be very difficult just even for Dak to. like, I know he wants to stay because he's built that relationship within the organisation. And for him, if he was to go somewhere else, he's literally going to be starting from ground zero again. And I don't think he really wants that. Like, about the site, when it comes to the whole contract, like the media like well the agent can come like like you said there like they can come and say yeah he'll be averaging 42 a year but it really behind the scenes he could be actually be on 20 this season then 30 in the next season then the last two, like you say in the last two years could be like explosive then that's where you can restructure it once again pretty much like yeah, maybe add a, an extension depending what that is and like it's just give him the initial contract that, that he wants yeah. and further down the line then if we can add an extension to that then great you know so right. I just but yeah I totally agree mate totally agree
2: on on paper Drew Brees has been making like thirty five million a year for the past five years I guarantee you he hasn't made not yeah. one year
0: yeah and I, I think one of the issues uh that I think as well with everyone with paying. You know, Dak is the issue is this forty million mm-hmm. and around that and people talking about the value. But you it's have the to remember it's,
4: it's it,
1: the market.
0: It's the, it ro- it's the way it rolls, right? Don't forget that like it was only four years ago, Jimmy Garoppolo set the market. He's barely a top ten quarterback in terms of salary now. Right. That's exactly. how quickly it turns around. Mm-hmm. I can remember when Peyton Manning was the top paid quarterback in the league. Right, mm-hmm. he was getting paid eight million a year.
1: Yep, it's yep. a big difference now. You <laughs> and 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 just to put this in comparison, like when you compare the hey, the the other two quarterbacks that were picked before Dak that are now with two different teams now, mm. Carson Wentz and uh, Jared Goff, look yeah. at their contracts, and are you meant to tell me that? Dak Prescott, like, and this is, honestly, this is my personal opinion, but you, are you meant to tell me that for what Dak Prescott has done in his four years with the small minimum contract of his fourth, like, being a fourth-rounder, pretty much, he's exceeded way above expectations than these two first-round supposed-to-be blue-chip players who have now been traded to other teams? Nah, I'm sorry. I don't believe it for a second. Like, when you put really kind of think about it, Dak deserves to be paid more than those two quarterbacks easily when you think Mm -hmm. about it. And and the whole perspective Mm -hmm. of things, like, don't get me wrong, Jared Goff got got to a Super Bowl. But in terms of ability-wise, I don't think he's a better quarterback than Dak. But that's just my take. I don't know what you guys think about that. Because from that perspective, and the way the market is going, if we were to give Dak $41 a season, and the I think the the if we were to franchise tag him, it'll be thirty eight million. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, yes,
4: like,
0: yes, like, yes. Like
1: even if we give him three million, and he's getting forty one million a year, like that's like pff, how can people argue with that? Right. Like you you, you what you want to offer more than the franchise tag to get him on the long term deal, pretty much.
2: Right, because if you don't, the franchise tag on year three jumps to almost fifty million exactly yeah, that's right.
1: and we don't want
2: that <laughs> we don't want that and then well,
0: what's funny is if you sit there then and you do the math on that for him being franchise tagged for three years in a row take what he earned and divide it by three it ends up being about 40 million a year right. you know we're just doing quick math that is of course yeah um but i i i do think we did an episode um, about two or three episodes ago? And all it was was about quarterbacks. And I, I, we may as well get your take while you're here, Marcus, on all what right. you think. But if Dak isn't signed long term by April 29th, do you think that for all what we're talking about is out the window and we have to go and get ourselves a quarterback in the draft, which could even mean trading up?
2: That's that's a very tough situation to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um I'll lean towards no only because okay. I know our owner and he loves the drama. And <laughs> he'll take it to the to the nine nine point nine ninth hour to get a deal done, just so that when it happens, he'll be the center of attention. Yep. So I, I don't I, I feel like the draft will actually tell us where we are with Dak if we don't have a deal done. But I feel like either way, we probably won't take a quarterback. I agree. Mm.
0: Yeah, I, I I just worry about it. And when I look at it, I think it's going to go that way. That's just how I see it.
1: Like, don't um, get me, but... yeah, me wrong, Mike. It, it is a possibility, but I do find that, like, I, I completely agree with, with Marcus here. I think it's, it's going to be unlikely because that's the way Jerry is. Like... And and I'm thinking from Mike McCarthy's perspective, he's he's only like managed to work with Dak for pretty much like half a season really. Yeah. And and he was re- like one of the reasons he came over here because it was the chance to work with these type of players that he had. Like Dak, like Zeke, like Cooper. Now mm-hmm. we've got C D Lamner. Like he's like for him as a like a co- a head coach, he's got something like potentially very special ahead of him. Mm-hmm. I don't want, to, and for him, if he was to go back and get a brand new quarterback down in the line, you're, you're pretty much re, like, restarting once again. Yeah, all hundred percent. Rather than building that foundation that we've got. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean we can talk about Dak. (laughs) I think maybe eventually before the draft, if he isn't signed by them, we'll dedicate an entire show uh, on that. Because I mean, you could just talk about that one until the cows come home. Um, But one of the other quarterbacks that's on the roster or or was, and now a free agent was Andy Dalton. Um, Now his market value at the moment is pretty much on the nose at 6 million a year. Now, my issue is I'm saying and I don't know what you guys think I'm saying not to sign him, and there's two reasons: one was he was our backup, did absolutely fine for what he did um with what he had in terms of guarantees he only ended up taking away three um three billion, but my issue was is where did he take us so you know didn't didn't get us very far, got us three wins. Um but the one behind the the two other issues yeah, that I though. have a as a backup, as a backup. Um but the two other things that I think the reason why I would leave it is one what we just talked about, the DAC deal. We need as much money as we can. That's yeah. six million we can save, which we can put onto DAC. The other one is Gar Gilbert. Um yes. we've got to see I him in all, one game.
1: I am all on board to give G- G- uh, Gilbert like more time to give him like yeah. the backup role. Mm-hmm.
0: He's going to cost you a lot less than six million. And yep. this guy, don't forget, in week nine, in the game he played, two hundred and forty-five yards, one touchdown, beat the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers.
1: Mm-hmm. I thought he was fantastic. Uh, to be perfectly honest with you, like I was mm-hmm. surprised, like when we were told that when like Andy Dalton was getting brought back in, but yeah, it's the uh, that was the business decision more end of the day because mm-hmm. you're paying all that money for a backup quarterback, you play, you pay, you get him on the field. Get the best yeah. out of them. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I definitely think we needed to get a uh, Gilbert back in. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What's your take, Marcus?
2: Uh, let me go to the comments real quick because Steve Barker Mountford put a yeah. great comment up here. He says Lamar and Allen will get deals before Dak, which will push him up even more.
0: That and that's the issue you have.
2: I'm looking yeah. for Josh Allen to just walk into the owner's office and say, "Here's a check. Give me a check. Let me fill it out, and I'll bring it back to you." That's how <laughs> yeah. he means to Buffalo, pretty much. Yep. Yeah, yeah.
1: He, he, he is literally that organization's. Yeah. Vote. <laughs> now like now Lamar the may not have, to be average,
2: but Josh Allen does, and and his number may be extremely ridiculous. We may look at Patrick Mahomes' number and say the Chiefs got a deal, <laughs> like forty-seven,
1: yeah. forty-eight
2: million, maybe. I mean, I mean, Josh Allen can literally say whatever he wants in Buffalo, and they'll pay it. Yeah, that's what we have to be concerned about.
0: I'd say Lamar's in the same boat there with Baltimore.
2: He's pretty close, but Josh Allen is. I, like I, I would say Josh close. Allen's higher to be honest.
1: Yeah, Josh Allen. you're on now. I agree, Marcus. I definitely agree. Yeah.
0: So are, are we? Is everyone in agreement though that signing Andy Dalton back is a bad move, and we'll yeah. leave that money on the table for the dark deal then?
2: I'm sorry about that, Mike. I, I got off. I got off topic when I saw that comment.
0: I'm, um... <laughs> you're all right, mate. You go with the flow. Oh,
1: good man.
2: <laughs> for me, yeah. I would say yes because. If Dak's not our quarterback, we're not winning seven games. No matter who the quarterback is, mm-hmm.
4: so
2: yeah, yeah, definitely. So if we have to sign a backup now, let's just go with the cheapest option because yeah. this yes. team is good enough to win six or seven games with anybody. I mean, Garrett, like you said, Garrett Gilbert gave us some good snaps last year against mm-hmm. a very good Pittsburgh team.
1: The undefe- was it not like the undefeated Steelers? Yeah, were the they, were undefeated. they were undefeated. They were undefeated. undefeated. The time,
2: yeah, yeah. So they I they were nine just-
0: and eight and zero. Oh. I think yeah. when they
2: got to us, yeah. So I would just look at bringing in just a veteran guy, somebody who Gilbert can learn under to yeah. see what yeah. he has. Um, I really like Brett Hundley. He was a backup in okay. Green Bay, and that, yeah, that was a yeah, Mike yeah. coffee
1: pick as well. That oh, was a Mike coffee
2: pick. He loves Brett Hundley.
1: Yeah, and oh, and, and he be, he'll be a hell of a lot cheaper than Andy Dalton, that's for sure.
2: He played and, the league minimum last year. Um, he play similar to Dak as well. I was
1: just about to say that because he's got this he's got the arm, but he's also got the the mobility like Dak. He can Mobile. run with the ball if 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 he, if he needs to, he can run with the ball. So
2: extremely smart, very mature move. for his age. Um he was drafted the year before Dak, so they're about the same age. So so if I was I, looking I, for a backup, that's the guy I go for. Right yeah. yeah. and you're not I, looking I, that's at a more. Great yeah,
0: And you're not looking at maybe a more expensive guy like say like Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know, they he's oh, gone. He's right. off the table.
2: Let me say this about guys like Ryan Fitzpatrick or Cam Newton. <laughs> they may come around the same price as Dalton a little cheaper. They're too alpha for me. Yeah, and yeah.
1: They, they, I mean they, they'll, that, demand, they, they'll demand the locker room pretty much. Right.
2: Exactly. Um Ryan Fitzpatrick, wherever he's been, they've always considered him the backup, but he miraculous miraculously ends up starting seven or eight games (laughs) and
0: taking the league by storm
2: exactly i mean i can remember situations where ryan fitzpatrick was number two behind the guy they just paid whatever the top salary was and ryan fitzpatrick ends up being the starter he goes (laughs) miami where the golden boy too is and he ends up being the starter (laughs) don't James
1: James Winston as well. Uh, uh,
2: exactly, Tampa Bay. Yeah. First overall. Like,
1: like the, the, yeah. I don't know how many. I don't know how many times uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick has ever ha- has been redeemed as fitzmagic Magic. Mm-hmm. Like, like he's just somehow miraculously just came into the game and just completely transformed yeah. that franchise for that seat that season. Like. The star quarterback was doing so terrible. He comes in and actually savaged them to get an like a, like an eight and eight season rather than a four and four and twelve, for example.
2: You know, right. <laughs> and I, I think um, he just has it, and I think Cam Newton kind of has that too. And if you mm. brought guys like that in, they would they would put the younger guys to the back burner more than they would help them. Yeah, for, yeah. For a one year price.
0: Yeah, um, but I mean that's fair enough. With the quarterbacks, um, that is a very deep rabbit hole to go down, <laughs> especially with Dak. But let's move on to something a bit more simpler. Um, let's look at the wide receivers. So there's two wide receivers uh, that are restricted and uh, restricted free agents. We have got Cedric Wilson, restricted free agent, was taken in the sixth round.
1: I love um, that comment.
0: Is... <laughs>
1: uh, That's amazing, brilliant dog, brilliant. Uh, so.
0: Yeah, Cedric Wilson, restricted free agent, taken in the sixth round, uh, has a market value of £1.4 For me, that's a bit too rich. Are you guys ready to give up on Cedric Wilson, giving him enough chance, and especially with what we have at wide receiver, and take into account as well what we have in the draft in terms of wide receiver depth? Are you guys ready to move on with Cedric, or do you want to try and continue, um, as they say, players over picks?
1: I think we probably will end up getting someone in the draft, and oh yeah, to be honest. Like 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 you said that that this year's depth for wide receiver is probably mm-hmm. better, much better than last year's. Yes, to be honest,
0: I would say so. Yeah, definitely.
1: <clears throat> so, I mean, you could probably get yourself a we an absolute diamond in the rough, like in the third and fourth rounds or something like that, and they could end up being like pff, yeah. exactly what Michael Gallup has become right now. And we'll probably talk, we're going to talk about him just shortly, but, but yeah. you get the idea, like, where does that leave Cedric Wilson? I don't think it's it's going to, like, Wilson's going to cost a bit more than getting someone, like, in those third and fourth round uh, picks because the salary cut, again, it is the cheaper option, but you are getting more years out of that player f- for what we're going to draft them in. Yeah, Like, for that one-year contract, that could be that draft pick's four-year season mm. in wages. I'm-
0: you I think would, as well, if you're Wilson taking a white... Go on, Greg, go on, you go for
3: it. I, I would bring Wilson in, but on a team-friendly deal with very few guarantees, just to see what we have in camp. Because he, yeah, he's yeah. got the when same start... last name as you? <laughs> 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 it's an awful lot to spend on a jersey when he might not be here this year. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> when you consider when you consider the holes we have to fill elsewhere... Yeah. It strikes as a bit of a luxury pick to take Sunday in the first four rounds. So I think if we can bring in Cedric Wilson as a camp body on league minimum, I'm not sure how much it is with very little guarantees. That would be my step. But I don't see people lining up to sign him. So you're going to get him on a team-friendly deal anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps, yeah.
4: yeah. But
0: years one, right? Which is quite funny that you're back on, Marcus, because the last yeah. time we, you were on, I, we, we were doing was... yeah, we were doing a wide receiver uh review. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the off season, before the season started That's how long ago you were on Yeah.
4: Um.
0: And one of the players we spoke about Is a guy who was an unrestricted free agent This year, Noah Brown Noah
4: Because Brown, uh, yeah. we
0: spoke about him and it got into a bit of Controversy here, 7th yeah? round pick In 2017 Since then he's scored us 0 touchdowns mm-hmm. Um. Is this a guy you're Because You have to take into account special teams Where mm-hmm. he does make his money Yep. Are you keeping him around for that purpose, or are you ready to move
2: on? I said it last year on the mm-hmm. podcast, and I'll say it again now. Noah Brown is <laughs> going to make this team, guys. I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Yeah. His <laughs> special team contributions cannot be overlooked. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to be a league minimum guy for yeah. the, probably the rest of his career. I think so, too. So you get a guy who's at the league minimum. And if you go look at the stats, Cedric Wilson had 18 catches last year. Noah Brown had 14. Yes. So do you want an often injured Cedric Wilson? And he's from Memphis. I love him. Mm I was going to cheer for him. But do you want an (laughs) often injured Cedric Wilson, who's going to maybe want a little bit more than league minimum? Or do you want Noah Brown, 6'4", 230, can block? Give you. A I can run running. fast. Can run fast. Great special teams guy.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: We're still gonna draft somebody, but yeah. we still have to round out the back end of our receiving room, and he's gonna always be that designated special teams guy because yeah, every as a gunner. Yeah, every team needs one yeah. designated special teams guy as a receiver, and that's gonna be Noah Brown's position until he can't play football anymore. <laughs> yeah, or oh, he yeah. loses
0: that that straight line speed, yeah, right. that top end speed, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's,
1: it's like who who is that uh, the player that mostly played for Seattle, who was more of, well, he's been for a few teams, but he was so more of a known for being that special teams player. I'm trying, I cannot remember the name. Uh, the, I can't, oh, what's freaking name? How long ago was it? Off, oh, he re- must have retired about two or three years ago.
2: Oh, he retired two or three years ago. Oh, retired.
1: I, I I think he may have retired, unless he's he's not with a team anymore because he's that he's. But he was always like. I
0: mean, you you've always got like um, he played for the Falcons. His last was Devin Hester, you know. Yeah, he's that's the guy I'm book. talking
1: about, Devin Hester. Oh, is
0: it right? Okay, yeah. He's just yeah yeah. You know, not bad receiver, but he made as money uh, as a. Return. Yeah, it was
1: more. It was just purely special teams. He
2: was so renowned for.
0: Well, yeah, he broke right. records, mate.
2: You look at Matthew right. Slater for the Patriots. I don't yeah, think he's yeah. Never caught a ball, but he's been yeah. in the league 14 years because he's he's the fifth receiver that plays nothing but special teams. At yeah,
1: See, yeah. yeah. I, I suppose you could say about Ryan Switzer, but he's kind of really drifted off since he's yeah. le, like left Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, that oh, was such a shame. I, 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 was I really liked him really as well. Too. I liked Switzer. I liked yeah, Switzer as well. More. But let's get into a bit of controversy here, guys, Uh, because that's what we do here. And it just seems to be every time Marcus is on, uh, we bring in controversy. Michael Gallup, right? So here's here's the issue that we have, Uh right, is that he's he's in his final year, right? Sort (laughs) of. If that makes sense. But, right, what do you do? Do you keep him around because it's the strength on strength argument? wide receiver is probably the place where we're the strongest. Mm -hmm. But if that's where you're the strongest, do you go and get value, especially as we spoke about in a draft where there's wide receivers just coming out out of every hole at the moment and the way things are going, it seems to be every week, another wide receivers exploded onto the scene and raised his draft stock. What do you do with Michael Gabb? Are you guys keeping him around or are you trying to use value? Because, Pretty much at the end of this year, he's lost value for what we can do for him. So it's a case of do it now or that's it. Yeah. What are you doing, Marcus? Are you keeping him around?
2: I can go either way. But mm. as, of, as of today, without knowing what we do <laughs> in the future, I yes. would say you keep him because he's a very mm-hmm. talented guy and yes. he's very inexpensive. Now, if if we go into the draft and we get a guy like a Pitts or or a Chase or Devonta Smith falls to us and it's like too good to pass up, then we can have then I can have that discussion about what do we do with Gallup. But mm-hmm. I'm not just gonna get rid of him now because I think he has a certain amount of value, unless that value is higher than I expect. Like if I thought I can get a first for Gallup or a high second from a team. Yeah. I, I would take that phone call. Like if, if the jets came calling at pick what 34 for Gallup, uh, yeah, we have that conversation, a very serious one, but yeah. like, I'm not giving them up for a, a late day two pick or later. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. But I mean, what are you thinking, Greg? Cause I know we, I know we've spoken about this Gallup situation before. What, what, what are you thinking? Uh, are you wanting to keep him around or are you trying to corral picks this year? And like Marcus said, if it's the right value, a day two, early day two pick?
3: I think if if you were to get anything above like Marcus was saying, if you were to get anything above a third round pick, I would take the phone call. But mm-hmm. I don't I don't see I don't see Michael Gallup being on the team in twenty twenty two. He's yeah. going to go he's going to go make his money somewhere yes. and it's not going to be with the Cowboys because we have too, too many people to pay. Yeah. So you can either hold on to him and let his contract run out and we have
1: a mm-hmm. uh, Byron Jones, 2.0 and we have
3: a, a walkout, another walkout, another high profile walkout or mm-hmm. we get some value for him. But there's an asterisk like Marcus said, you have to have decent money. You have to have a decent offer for him. You wouldn't let Michael Gallup go for anything more uh, less than a, a second-round pick because there's no guarantee that third-round pick will work out. Mm, uh, yep. Lower you go, you know, you're you're taking a risk. So you might as well have Michael Gallup on the team. It's just mm. unfortunate that the draft is littered with wide receivers. Mm. Why would you go and give up anything valuable for? For him, as opposed to taking somebody, but at least you know what you're getting with Michael Gallup. There's tape on Michael Gallup in the NFL, so that's where he holds his value. But anything less than a a second, I wouldn't entertain. I, I would rather have Gallup for the for his last year. Um, I don't I don't see him signing a team friendly deal. I know um, yeah. people suggested that kind of stuff. He's been on the bare bones for. The best yeah. part of his career, he wants his money, so somebody will will pay Michael Gallup, but it's not going to be the Cowboys.
1: Mm-hmm. It's funny yeah. that you just kind of—it's funny that you just mentioned that. You need to think as well about the majority of these wide receivers have actually opted out last season as well. How many of these players are going to this draft, and it's going to affect that draft stock. Teams are going to be looking into that as well. Yep. Whereas they're going to look at Michael Gallup. Okay, he's played three seasons. Uh, before in the nfl we've got plenty of footage we know what it's capable of whereas if they're looking if there was a particular wide receiver they were looking at in the draft and they opted out it's like okay we don't have as much detail and they might not might necessarily come in if the, the, the expectations maybe be set too high and they look at them and they're like, uh, they blah that kind of throws that out the window potentially so gallup still has a lot of leverage when it comes to like trade value i think yeah, mm-hmm. in that that respect. Um, but uh, in terms of, like, so you, you were saying, like, like, if we were to get a second round pick, but I would say if we can get a second round and maybe, like, some lower draft picks on top of that as well, but I'd be very happy with that because I, w- I would rather have more multiple picks rather than, a, like, because that means it gives McCarthy more time to catch the more players that he wants in the team. To build up, and that means we can get the additional players, maybe potentially on other positions as well. And that's yeah. something that we'll, we'll be looking at. I mean, you know, so
2: it would take I mean, at least a Jets, second for me the Jets
1: to Yeah.
3: Sorry, Mark. sorry,
2: Mark. No, I was just saying it would take at least a second round pick for me to, to for me to even pick up the phone.
1: At least, yeah. I'll, like, if we were to, if we were to get like a, a second round pick and a fourth round pick. Maybe not necessarily this year, but the year after, I'd be more than happy with that. Right. You know? Yeah. So yeah. just something just to add on top of it, because we're, we're never gonna get a first mm. round for them. we never will get that. But there will be some team that'll will be willing to give us a second round and those be extra compensation picks. Mm. You know?
4: Yeah, yeah. Like so.
3: just, just to go on the just to go on Marcus's example of the Jets. Say the yep. Jets do take their, their next QB at um, at two and we do have the Gallup conversation at 34, the Jets know straight away that Michael Gallup is going to be the best receiver in that room Yep. as opposed to taking a wide receiver in the second round and not necessarily knowing that it's going to work out. You know what you're going to get with Michael Gallup.
2: Exactly. So
3: if the Jets were to phone, that's definitely a conversation.
0: You you could add Miami as well, you know, and like you yeah. say, it, in it, it, with the way things are going in the league at the moment, known commodities is what it's all about, and like you say, he's a known commodity. You've got tape on him, um, but let's move on to the next guys so we can get on to the defense. Uh, Cam oh, no, my next I, 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 guy.
1: I, I, well, before you jump in, I, I do have a question for you guys. Mm. Gabe Jackson for the Oakland Raiders is getting mm-hmm. released. Would mm. we? Would we? Is it some? I, I would say if like for, for the price that we could probably get him for, um, I am sure you I, I don't know if you've made looked into it, Marcus, because it just came out. I think it was earlier yeah. today, or something like that he's getting released, and I yeah. think he's slated. He was slated to make nine point six million right in 2021. I mean that's not really much of a big hit when you, in all respect of of him like signing a five year fifty five million dollar contract back in 2017. Right, It's not that's not really a lot, and it's not going to take much hat in the cap, like from from well, from the Raiders' perspective. But would from for me, I, it would be a no-brainer if we can try and get him in, because mm-hmm. just want to know what your guys' thoughts on getting like likes of uh Dave uh, Jackson in.
0: I the one that interested <laughs> me today. Right. And this kind of falls into the Bargman basement scraping of the Dallas Cowboys in free agency that popped up before we came on the show. Is the lines of release Desmond Trufant. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's got Dallas Cowboys written all over it. He's going to be very, very cheap. Um, you know, he's he, he's going to be cheap because he didn't play a full season. He's got some uh, stats last year, you, you know <laughs> I just I I actually think that that's the type of guy that they'll go for, for
3: from, I I mean regular listeners to the podcast and the show will know that I'm always cautious with free agents um, why is Gabe Jackson being released if his cap number's that low why is it's, he being released
1: it's, 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 I think it's all based on cap like that they're not getting any cap hit by releasing them but they're right. going to be saving i think there's like uh hold on I'm trying to get the arc up right now um i think they're they're going to be saving like yeah 9.6 million which they can probably get another two or three players depending on what the contracts are
2: right and there are and there are already um 6 million over the cap so this gets yeah so, so
1: so it's it's all business like they would love to keep dave jackson because he has been one of the most consistent players for Auckland right now and he's not really missed it. Like I don't. I believe he's not really missed a game mm-hmm. in three seasons. Like for an offensive lineman, that is like yeah. pff, solid. You know, it's like Sack Martin back in his first four seasons.
3: Right. Well, that's that. That's the checklist to go and get somebody. Certainly. To me, it's not
1: to me, it's no brainer. Like, I would like I would try and bring him in if if we can take on that, e? that the existing contract that he's got.
3: So, I just wonder yeah. if, uh, uh, you know, like teams with teams with loads of cap space. They could they could throw some some serious offers. But is he still eligible to be um, picked up? Like, yeah. It, just, he, I, I, he, hasn't yeah. Cleared, he hadn't cleared waivers
2: or in has he? He doesn't have to clear waivers. He's a veteran.
3: Oh, OK.
2: Right. If anybody yeah. has more than four years of experience four, as, soon yeah, as, yeah. as soon as they're cut, they can go anywhere. So yeah. Selling yes.
0: Four incurred years, isn't it? All right. Um, but the next guy on my list, unrestricted free agent Cam Irvine. I don't know about you guys. I'm not re-signing this guy. Uh, you've had you had Knight, you had Steel, they filled in with all the injuries. He went, he played six games, went on IR himself. Um I think just with the injury concerns, the salary cap with Dak, he's pretty much a surefire cut for me. I don't know what you guys think. Agree or disagree?
2: Agreed. I never like camera of another player. <laughs> yeah. But
0: terrible. what about Joe Looney though? I mean he's unrestricted as well. He's your centre guard swing. <laughs> I just Are just you
1: just saw your reaction there, He's like, oh no, not that guy <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Are you the same? I'm not keeping I'm not keeping him around if I'm honest with you. What about you guys?
1: He's had, he's had his opportunity, I think. But yeah. I, I don't think he's. I think we saw a bit more from Bayadish. Yeah. To be fair. Even though Bayadish did make his own firm mistakes, but mm-hmm. bear in mind, he is a rookie. Bear in mind. Yeah. He's still, still got a lot of freeway of uh, building and learning, like developing as a player yeah. in the in, mm-hmm. in the NFL. Whereas Looney, we're only getting that type of season that. He had when Travis went out, pretty much.
4: Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: Like yeah. He, he, he 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 actually went below expectations because we kind of thought, hopefully he could actually come back in and do what he did two seasons ago.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's a solid player. I mean, the fans love him because of his personality.
0: Yeah. We still the have with McGovern,
2: who's under a rookie deal, who can play center as a backup and guard. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, do we want to pay Joe Looney three million dollars to? Compete with McGovern? I, right. I, I don't.
0: Hmm.
2: Especially again, when right.
0: you're you're looking again with you need money for Dak and right. you know the, the cap the is tight. And, and the defense. defense and the defense, right? So here's the other side of the defense. anton Woods, restricted free agent. I'm bringing he, him back. I absolutely. think we're gonna. He's he's a guy you want to bring back. But here's one for you: Tyrone Crawford, unrestricted free agent. <laughs> Gone for me. I think yeah. He has, to,
1: yeah. Like, he's, how much is he on? that? How much would his salary be this season? Is it like uh, well, sub- his last
0: him. contract, his last contract that he signed. Tell me if you think it was worth it. Forty-five million.
4: <laughs> no.
3: What?
0: That was the letter for, that, for his full perfect, contract, not for the year.
3: That's the perfect example to to what I raised at the start of the show: overplaying, uh, overpaying players that we have already. Mm -hmm. sticking to loyalty and keeping our guys around, if they're not good enough, move on like teams like the Patriots, they are kings of moving on from people that that they don't want to give a second contract to and that's why they have so many rings, they move on from Deadwood
0: I I mean the issue with Tyrone as well is this double hip surgery as well and here's a crazy one for you, just going through his stats right, so last year 14 tackles 2 tackles for a loss and he got two sacks, both of them and on back-to-back plays yep. versus the Bengals. The
3: Four Bengals. million dollars per sack
1: against the worst yeah. offensive line in the league, Worst than ours that that year. So, like, you know, I mean,
3: he, he's been a great servant, but yeah,
1: it's yeah. I, I mean, I love I love Tyron Crawford, but from a business decision, I wouldn't keep him. Mm-hmm. I, like, yeah, I've like, I, I, I've met Tyron Crawford personally. I, I think mm-hmm. he's awesome, man. Like, I. I if it does manage to, like, like, if we somehow, like, manage to restructure, like, I don't know, but even still, like, there's other players out there that can do a much better job right now. Because yeah. coming from back that type of surgery, it's hard. Mm. It really is. And
0: Especially with the weight and the position
1: you play. Oh, absolutely. And, and this is a guy he, that can
0: literally play from one to five tack.
1: And right. just—he is a big, but he is a big guy. Like I'm, I mean, I'm a big guy myself. But Jesus, like Tyron Crawford made me yeah, feel like was. I, I, I was insignificant. Mm. <laughs>
4: I'm
1: not, I'm not, I'm not joking. Like, <sighs> and and when you think about it, like when you've got a double hip surgery, but you're having to travel, uh, move the way he's supposed to move with all that weight, and it, it will take its toll on him. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Like. Yeah.
3: I'd just yeah, like yeah. to point out, at, at this stage in the process, uh, we've we've made good cases for two players, and Dak Prescott and Noah Brown, so they're going to be extremely busy.
0: No, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, replacing. We're going to do the linebackers last, and then we'll look at the free agents in the league. But first of all, I just thought we'd look at the defensive backs, because we can glide through these. It's pretty easy. We've got Cheeto, unrestricted free agent, market value of £8.5 million. Um, for me, I'm not thinking so for what we've got. J. Lou, he's unrestricted free agent as well. C.J. Goodwin, unrestricted free agent. And Xavier Woods, I've got my thoughts on him. Um, I wrote down quite a lot about him. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Of any of those four, are there any that you want to keep? Purely on the basis of what, what have we got? Because as it stands at the moment, it's Trayvon Diggs and Brown on the other side.
1: We're yeah. going to have to. I think one of them is going to be kept. Which I'll one? say that one who? who I have no idea, to be perfectly honest with you, because I don't know the way how we're going to be going forward. Because we're mm-hmm. going to bring, like, we've got a new DC now. Mm-hmm. He'll he, yeah. he he's going to be assessing what we've got right now, and he'll ha- like if see for example, if it was still Mike Nolan, we probably have a much better idea who he probably will end up keeping. But yeah. now we've got Dan Quinn in, he might completely turn it all
3: around. Who knows? Yeah. For the list you've just round off, Mike. I, I don't think there will there will be any contract negotiation. There will be certainly an offer. There will be a a sheet of paper slid across to them. This is the deal we have for you. Sign it, or thanks for the memories. I don't think they'll they'll compete to keep any of them.
2: Okay. Um, Same thing I say for Noah Brown. C.J. Goodwin is going to be a career. Number six cornerback, who's going to yeah. be a special teams ace.
1: There we go. He That's always speed right, now. Speed right now. Speed yeah. I yeah.
2: never want to watch him play a snap of defense, but I love. <laughs> I love watching him on kick return. <laughs> love him. Yeah. He always but does I, something.
0: I, I, I'm with you on that one. That would be the only guy I'm keeping. Um, I, I the other guys, they had a chance. I I love J. Lou for what he did. But then it's just slipped by the wayside with what he's done. Unless he's trying to sack the quarterback,
4: there's not
0: much more really he he can bring you. And Xavier Woods is the safety argument with the Cowboys again. So I don't think they keep him because Cowboys don't. I mean, Jeff Heath, he walked out the door. Um, Like the way I look at it with Xavier is like you put him on any other roster in the NFL. Right? I don't care, name all the teams if you want.
4: Mm-hmm. No
0: matter what, he's a backup safety on all those teams. Yep. And yet, here we are at the Cowboys and he's starting for us as your centre fielder. Doesn't make sense to me. Inconsistency. Um, also, going through his stats, at one point during the season, he allowed 18 completions on 23 pass attempts That's against it. That's just awful. Gave, oh, that that gave him mate, a
1: seasonal grade of sixty-one. Are you purposely trying to make me? Are you trying to make me grow even more bald right now because of that <laughs> fact? <laughs>
4: Would you think
1: he's coming back? Right. Well, uh, I'm just I'm just saying, it's like the facts that has given me it's making me feel like I'm getting bolder in my oh. head. Like I've I've got I've, I've got no hairs as, as bad as it is, but the fact he's stating the facts like that, I'm going to end up more baldy than Dan Quinn.
3: <laughs> right, so but this Let's is, get this to is the all, This is all reflected in The talk we're, we're hearing out of The Cowboys the, mm-hmm. the, only, the only free agency talk I've heard Is Dak Prescott I haven't heard I haven't heard It's, haven't it, heard it's the, media, ready, the media I chat-up. haven't heard any offers for um, Any of the Linemen that are on offer We haven't heard any talk of Alden Smith's Renegotiation. Right, yeah, These guys will hit free agency. The, the, I'm I'm certain there will be offers made to these mm-hmm. guys, but I don't think we're going to compete to keep any of them. Alden's well, going like, to be... I, I think Alden's going to be a lot yeah, harder to keep, I think, now
1: because he had a good mm, stellar start being... Mm, you think so? I don't know.
0: Like, no, I, I, let, let's I, get to the linebackers then and start with Alden Smith, right? Mm-hmm. Four, four weeks in, he was our sack leader for... With four sacks. Yeah. How many sacks did he get after week number four?
2: Uh, zero, I believe. Zero. <laughs> now, you, you, say could say kind
0: of... you could say that's conditioning. Sure. Yeah. So. Um,
1: uh, so, you could say it's conditioning. Yeah. so. well, You could put do... that down to Mike, Mike Nolan. You could put I mean, that nah, down to him.
0: That was going to be the next factor. But is that a guy where I'm you sure say, don't I don't like, really don't know. I didn't even know she was in the room. I, um,
2: I was trying to see what that was in the background.
0: I don't know how that happened. I did Oh, Mike's
2: house was haunted at first.
0: Hold on. Let me see if I can try and block it. There we go. <laughs>
2: um, I
0: mean, like, on Smith, is that a type of guy for all of you that you just say, okay, there was something there. Let's re-sign him. We know – because as it stands, we've got two linebackers. Well, actually, we've got three. Yeah. Two, we've got question marks, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, but is that a type of guy because Olin Smith he's not a linebacker really is he Right. Um, yeah he's your designated pass rusher so are you keeping him back because you had something there and you want to see or do you think the, the price is going to be too high
1: too high Pro- probably too, too high with all things considering um,
4: yeah
1: I mean don't get me wrong like it'd be interesting to see again I'm more interested to see what Dan Quinn does for our defence this year more than anything, I want to, I want to see all the players getting a kick right up the ass, pretty much. Right, you know? that they do need.
4: Yeah,
1: like yeah, it's we need to get this this uh, mentality that celebrating a, a tackle, but yet we lost the game mentality. Yeah, like that Damn. needs to get that needs to change. That the the whole behavior needs to change. We need to be absolute dogs in that f- when we're ever on that field. Yeah, so. Yeah, in terms
3: yeah. Of- in terms of my positional importance, it's QB top, tackle second, and pass rusher third. Somebody's going to pay Alden Smith money we can't compete with. Um, just simply on his on his reputation that he's back in the league, he's shown it through through the autumn that he can still compete. Conditioning has probably caught up with him because he's not played a full season in so long. Mm-hmm. We all know how difficult that is. So the conditioning probably caught up with him. But there's enough there to convince you that Alden Smith is worth taking a risk on in free agency, particularly if you have oh, a yeah. lot of cap, cap room to play with. So somebody yeah. is going to offer him money we can't compete with. And, yeah, absolutely. Agreed. And,
2: and you guys hit the nail on the head. Um, in, in the scheme we run, that uh, we anticipate them running. He'll be more of a defensive end than he will a, a Sam linebacker. Yep. And even if the money was reasonable, I still question, you look at Atlanta – You have Charles Harris, you have Tech McKinley, you have Vic Mm. Beasley. They're all unrestricted free agents. Mm -hmm. If all their numbers are the same as Alden, can we really expect for him to sign Alden Smith, a guy he doesn't know who's 33 years old, over one of these other three guys who he pretty much drafted to play on his team in Atlanta? It's going to be very difficult to believe that Alden would get the nod over all three of those guys. Who are in their mid 20s.
1: Yeah, it's more, it's the youth factor as well. Yeah. And yeah, no, I totally agree, Marcus. That's,
3: because that's, a, all, that's a great point. Had, great point. They've already had time in his system. So right. why wouldn't it just be a continuation? Exactly. Especially yeah. if the numbers yeah. are the
2: same. I can get a 26 yeah. year old who's played in my system for four years, or I can get a 33 year old who's been out of the league five years and only yeah. had four good games and I'm, I'm mm. played
1: I'm played God knows what type of system that he was playing that season before.
4: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> you know? but, uh,
0: go, going off, off that, or off the veteran side and what have you, uh, Sean Lee is an unrestricted free agent and Joe Thomas. Bringing any of them payback? Or are you putting them on the side for now and saying, hold the phone, we may be giving you a ring?
1: Oh, man. Oh, God. That's right, so the, when you're talking about the whole linebacker situation, I'd say this is probably more of a priority than we really anticipated. I'm
2: tempted yes. to say bring both of them back,
1: honestly. Yeah, 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 but, like, yeah I am. I think um... we need to bring them back because, yeah. like, and I said this at the start of the season, it's like the the numbers that we when we had our full 53-man squad, I was like, there's no enough rotation to mm-hmm. support – LVE, Jalen, and Sean Lee to rotate in. I think we only had two other players in. I'm like, um, just like, so where does this leave? What what happens if two of our starters are out? We literally have no one else to back up the backups. Yeah. You know, so... At,
3: at the age of 35, Sean Lee was our best defender in games last year. Yeah. That's how scary the situation <laughs> is. That's how, that's how much... Um, stabilizing we need to do at linebacker so i would de- i would like you make i would talk about bringing both of them back <laughs> don't get, yeah. see, see, here's the thing like
1: here's the thing with sean lee like we know he's lost his pace right mm-hmm. but his football knowledge is will always forever be growing his anticipation of b- seeing things before they happen it might take him that little bit slow to get there but at least he knows what the play happening and Here that's one of the that's the, one of the best things that Sean Lee can do.
0: I'm using that to um, basically use that as a segue to get into controversy again. Because right. Sean Lee, I would say, is the opposite of Jalen Smith. So <laughs> Jalen Smith, <laughs> he's the guy who I think is lacking the... that When you see Jalen Smith, you're seeing a guy who's questioning himself. Like as if he's not prepared enough. For what he's seeing, where Sean Lee is the the opposite, but as you say, he's lost the athleticism. Yeah. So here we go, Jalen Smith. I'm going round the horn, and I'm starting with our special guest, Mr. Mm-hmm. Marcus. And I know what what how he feels on this guy. What are you doing with Jalen Smith? Are you keeping him? Are you cutting him? Or are you cutting him as a po- uh, as a post June as
2: well? Um, if I if I say what the team will do. I got to go back to what we talked about at the beginning of the show. Mm -hmm. We don't have marketable players on defense, except Mm -hmm. for Jalen Smith. Jerry Jones can spin the clear-eye view crap. He can (laughs) spin the injuries and the comeback story. Um, He can spin the marketing deal that he has with Jalen to get him to sign the deal he signed. Mm -hmm. And and Jalen sells a ton of jerseys. Like, everybody has a Jalen Smith jersey. For those yep. reasons, I don't think he's going anywhere. And I heard there was a report that he's getting moved to Sam linebacker, and I'm ecstatic about that because since the day he was drafted, I feel like that was the position he should have been in the whole time.
0: I don't know. See, now I that's where I disagree. I see him more as a a, a Mike linebacker.
4: You
1: do?
0: But okay. you need to have I do but he needs the support. And you need to have because I like like Jalen Smith, right?
4: Uh I I like Jalen Smith. I I I do like him.
0: him. I like him too. But I'm going to say this now, right? And anyone who disagrees with this, you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) That he has a lot of limitations to his game. I like Jalen Smith, but he has a lot of limitations. His change of direction is bad. His top speed is fine, but it's it's making him get no, there. No, I,
1: I would disagree with the top speed, especially in that Cleveland game. I'll be perfectly honest with you. He would die on that one.
0: Yeah, I, I, maybe not last season, but you have seen what he can do if he does have, if he, he works on it. Yeah. But like the big one for me is just the natural instincts. It seems to be... Because he, he's oh. a smart guy. He's not, he's not a stupid guy. I think it, it's a, a lack of readiness with him. Mm-hmm. A lack yeah. of preparation. Which That's is the
1: opposite he, of Sean Lee. See, so this kind of goes back to like when it comes to Jalen, right? Like, he, yes, uh, Valenti made the comments, and yeah, he was our top tackler in the team. Yeah, that may be so, but when you really dissect the game film, there was a lot of things I was really angry about Jalen Smith. He did not stick to his gap. He would mm-hmm. actually like Rover. Yep. Yeah, so, for example, the Cincinnati game, he was supposed to hit the B gap. Then the B gap collapsed, so he decided to move away. But the running back waited and still managed to hit through that B gap. If he, if Jalen just had anticipation, rather than being jumping the gun, essentially and anticipating before even looking to see what happens, he would have actually made more tackles than he should have been. Like even though he was the top tackle on our team, but he actually made have a lot more. And yeah, so yeah.
4: But
0: there's an example of a, if if he had prepared and washed game tape uh, and was, he would have known that that's what he was going to be doing. Um, for me, I, like, this this is going to sound bad, but on what day you catch me on is how I feel about what the Cowboys should do about Jalen Smith. That is really, really weird to say. Like, some days I'm like, no, you've got to keep him. Jalen Smith... I think, was misused last season very yep. badly. I Lauren, think he was misused. Lauren
1: just nailed that the coffin. He, yeah. was moved uh, the, uh, he was moved to Will by Mike Nolan. He's not, and, and it, not a well-willing back. He's we
0: definitely not. not. He's even the wrong build for Will. But, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, he doesn't look like one. I don't mean to sound funny. But I think he was misused. But I do think that there are issues with him, like the change of direction. The change of direction with him is a bad thing. Um, and you can see that that is clear. So he does have limitations. So I think, and then I think to myself, well, Dan Quinn, he's a decent enough defensive coordinator. He's going to know how to use him. But then you go back down this road of that if you cut him now, you get 12 million back on the cap next year. If you do him as a post June cut, he's 7 million back on the cap. So it really, I, I and I switch between the three. Maybe three times a day.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna defend them slightly with three points. Um, one, Lauren has kind of stole the thunder a little bit. He was he was a great player in
4: 2019.
3: And was. He was he, he was paid as a great player. He, that's why he got that
1: contract was yeah. because of his performance in that season and rightly True. so.
3: <clears throat> Two, Andy Valenti raised the point that he was our top tackler last season. There's no but that's hard stats. That's not at uh, you know that, that is written. I can down. give
0: you a stat on that mind.
3: <laughs> and the third one the third one is we've already raised concerns about the, the linebacker position. Mm-hmm. Do we really want to make it's it the worse? Desk. We
1: we we will literally we can't basically we can we can't literally afford to lose any linebackers at this moment in time. Right. We, 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 really, you know.
4: Yeah,
0: and especially if you don't know what you're going to do with Leighton Van Der Esch as well in his fifth year. Yeah. Um, but we can talk about that one another time. So then, right then, guys, let's move on to the other side. Right, let us have a look at free agency targets. So we've just talked about what we're looking at. Um, now I have my top targets. I've got some uh, guys. I've even got some guys who I am no way Jose in. Um, so first of all, um, I, as I said, I've got I've written a little something up. I'm going to post up on the weekend. My uh, five steps to uh, Cowboys stardom. Um, <laughs> basically, what they need to do in the off season: five steps in order to get back the, the thing back on track. One of the things is uh free agency and for me the two big ones is defensive lineman uh and a defensive back more down the road of cornerback um because i think we could do things in the draft or after with safety i don't know what you guys take on that that that's how i'm looking so what do you want to do guys who do we look at first do you want to look at some defensive linemen that are on the free agent market or do you want to go corner which way do you want to go on this
1: Probably D line. Probably yes, D line.
0: Yeah. So first of all, then if we look at D line, I'm I'm gonna go straight to Marcus, because I know you've got a list yourself as well. Who's your top and favorite defensive lineman? I know we mentioned one already, Gerald Mackay. Uh-huh. Um but away from that, who's your next guys on the free agent market you're looking at?
2: If I well, let me say this first. My focus is hundred percent on the one tech. Yes, I'm, agreed. I'm good with Gallimore and Hill. If we yep. give him a point back, my three tech spot, I'm good with it. Yes, um, you gotta hope D Law earns his money. I like the guys who are behind him in terms of the young guys. Um, yeah, if Grand if Gregory can keep his nose clean, yes. he should be good at that spot. Oh yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's a, yeah, definitely. He should be amazing. <clears throat> uh Bradley and I should get some snaps. So I think Fingers he's gonna crossed. Do something. So I feel like that end spot is good too. At that nose tackle, all we have is Antoine Ruiz right now. And he's yep. not a starting nose tackle.
4: No.
1: Yeah. As much, as much as I love Antoine Woods. I love him he, too. He, yeah, mm-hmm. like, like like you can still put him in there, he will still put in one hundred percent effort in, but where in terms of getting just that extra, yeah, he just, yeah. like he always falls short on it, you know. Right. He's not a
0: full nose, he's more like a one shade. Right. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. So, so uh, in, ter- in terms of that, who who have you got? I've got my guys as well. I've got a cheap option got, <laughs> and got a not so t- cheap option. So,
2: <laughs> if I'm going okay. with my expensive guy, yeah. um, I really like Dalvin Tomlinson from the Giants. That's what okay. number one knows. Yeah. Um, if I want to go a little bit under that and take a risk, I'll look at um, J- Gerald, Jarrell Casey, the guy who was just cut from Denver. Mm-hmm. Very really cheap. Like that was
0: my cheap option. That okay. was my cheap option. That, yeah. Well,
2: that's my that's my mid tier option. Okay, my cheap option would be Jonathan Hankins from from the Raiders. Okay, those, those it Seems to, to be a
1: lot movie. of Cowboys and Raiders switcheroos It's been happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: But, well, yeah. I, I mean, one of the guys who I think who falls into um, like. He's a, he's a little bit expensive, but I think you can get a deal for him and I think would be a good fit is uh, Shelby Harris. That's
2: Who's another the, guy on my list.
0: Yeah, I think this guy is very nice. Um, he's more of a pass rusher, I find, though. But I think that it, you could do a bit of switching around on on uh, the defensive line. And I think if you just add a guy like that,
4: mm-hmm.
0: finding a the guy then in the draft that you can find in the second round, you know, like an Alan McNeil? Right. Um, who's gonna fill your center or even um, Marvin Wilson?
2: Marvin Wilson, yeah. I,
0: Marvin, well, they're the guys that fill the center spot, and then you use, you know, your guy like Shelby, uh, like Shelby Harris, to fill those spots. I like the Darwin Tomlins one. I looked at that guy as well, but I don't know what you think on this because he's cropped up on a few posts. I've noticed a guy mm-hmm. I'm staying away from is uh, and Sue. Definitely I'm out on him, hundred percent. Too old.
2: He's going to want too much money and he only wants one year deals. We can't afford yeah. to give a you're, guy talking about,
1: you're, you're talking about $8 million for that one least. season for sure, mm. at, at least. least.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: I think and, he wants to stay in Tampa as well. Yeah. I, yeah. I,
0: I don't know. I'm not sure what they would do with him. I mean, what you've got to think of is um, so he turned 34, like literally in the new year, like January the 3rd or something. That means that come you wheel around, can come playoff time, you've got a thirty-five-year-old defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just, I can't buy that. Um, especially for the of
1: money, especially in terms of what money he can actually earn despite his right. age. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, guys, a guy I was kind of looking at was like Sheldon Rankins. You know, I think he's always. just
0: going to be too expensive.
1: Well, I'm looking at what the the trackers are seeing. Yeah. Like, Potentially, he it, it could go for it, like between three and six million a season mm-hmm. within that range. I Means a hell of a lot cheaper than I Sue.
2: I don't think that's accurate. Not for nah. sure. That I don't. Yeah, I think he's going to go for
0: for for probably you're looking eight. I'm thinking six to eight.
2: Yeah. Yeah. At that price, I would even I would still consider him though. But yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. and he he does generate he d- generates a lot of pressure. That's what I like about him. But I think with a guy like Sheldon Rankins, you're going to really try and get like a two year deal for him um, somewhere down that road, maybe three. And then mm-hmm. you're wondering what you're going to be doing with that. Um,
1: but what about, it, what about Adam Butler? Because he actually had a good season as well Adam for a New, a New England.
2: New England, yeah. Solid player. Just
0: trying to go through my rankings to see if I've got
2: him. I feel I mean, like he's going to sign back though, because New England has a ton of money, and yeah. they, they don't have much talent. I think New yeah. eighty million dollars in, in free cap space. I don't see anybody leaving that they like.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: But I mean, it, it's fair to say because, like, when people talk about you know the Cowboys with the defensive line, it's like it's not like they haven't tried, is what I would say. They did go out and all right, you know. We could talk about the the Panthers guys, um, both of them. You know, Mackay he went down with an injury early, and then you've got Paul's favourite guy, Dontari Poe. Um, <laughs>
1: Fuck off! <laughs> <Yeah>. Don't <laughs> mention his name. You beat <laughs> me.
0: Um, I mean, so they they have tried. Do you know what I mean? They they have gone down this road, and you've got Neville Gallimore. I can certainly see them.
1: The future, Um, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, he's going to be the future. I'm telling you.
0: He'd look fine. It's just that he's a guy that just needs to stick a bit more sand in his pants, and he's away. But it's most certainly, I think, in terms of free agency, I'm with you, Marcus, 100%. I'm looking at a one-tech guy. I'm not worried about the three-tech. I'm going to go down that road perhaps in a draft or afterwards um, because there's plenty of them in there yeah um i'm really what what you're looking at is run defense less less clog the run because that right. is what was the biggest issue of all um it is definitely that in terms of um moving away from interior uh defenders look at the cornerbacks we can go down that road uh,
1: Sorry Mike, Mike. I am Austin, if you were to even suggest that, I will (laughs) bum that jersey right in front of your face, I'm sorry (laughs)
0: Um, Now, there has been talking cornerback world of the Cowboys and Richard Sherman trying to get a little bit of a a get together, Um, I certainly feel that no matter what, even if when the draft comes and you've got Patrick Satain, Caleb Farley and JC Horn all sitting there Mm-hmm. I still think in the first round, cornerback is the way to go, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Every time I've done it, it's always worked out the best way is taking corners first. But I still think, no matter what, with what we've got on the roster, you've got to sign some free agent um, cornerbacks. W- Richard well, Sherman, we- an option for you? Or do you think that this is a guy who's too expensive?
3: I think too it, well, expensive that. and too injury prone. He only played so? a third of the snaps last year. I, I think he's. I, I think he's on the. the I think his value.
1: His value will definitely go down because the, the amount of snaps he's missed for sure. Mm. But I still think it might be worth even a one-year deal or something. But who knows? I, again, we just. So, we are like... you
0: saying though? Then you would pay more for a veteran quarterback if you've got um, rather than the injury history, something with a, a the, bit more of a known commodity.
1: Well, for a guy like Richard Sherman, who's played under Dan Quinn, he can easily help those other guys to sit within that system a lot more effectively. That's the way I'm seeing it. So, even though we might not get Richard Sherman maybe on the field all the time, but what he can get, give to the, the other guys, the backups and the other players, is how to play under Dan Quinn's defensive steam yeah. and i find that and i find that's like i find that's a key factor we're, we're forgetting here yeah
0: okay what about you mark say are you uh, would you take richard sherman do you think he perhaps he's too pricey because of the name
2: uh i'm leaning more towards that i see him kind of like a sue guy where he just mm-hmm. wants to be a one-year hired gun seven eight nine million dollars if, if that's the case probably I, I more like I can't touch yeah, him. Yeah, if,
1: if, if, if that's the case, Marcus, then no, I would not want him. But I, th- I think he's the, if he's coming over for the right reasons, yeah. by all means. like,
2: Yeah. And, and when I look at what I'm looking for in terms of what I would consider a number two corner, mm-hmm. I need somebody that I can rely on to at least be a starter the whole year. And like you guys said before, he's missed quite a few games, and, and that could yeah. be a little concerning for me. Um, I don't want to have another – um, Gerald McCoy situation where I bring the guy in thinking he's going to teach my young guys and he's going to provide some quality snaps and then he gets hurt in hurt the offseason.
3: To to that point then, what do you guys make of this? Terrence Mitchell and Troy Hill played 99 and 90, 94% of their snaps and they I, only I made actually, between 2 to $3 million. Terrence
2: Mitchell yeah, I, for the Cleveland Browns?
3: Yeah, so okay. Terrence yeah. Mitchell on the Browns and Troy Hill from the Rams. Okay. Yeah, I quite like Troy Hill. I quite I like, I, and you can get him quite
0: cheap too. You'll probably get him for less than five.
2: I agree.
3: I mean, just like, when we're talking about consistency, you know, always being on the field never coming off the field, just, just trying to find a base that we can work from. Certainly, yeah. those two guys are, were ever present last year. And so here's, here's
2: one for you for now, too, right?
1: What's that, sorry, Marcus? did
2: Mitchell play for Dallas before?
1: So it rings a bell, I'm pretty sure. I'm,
2: I'm not too sure. sure. I'd check on
1: that one. I but, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I, it rings a bell.
0: What about a guy, though? All right. And this one can be a bit controversial. And I have a safety that can be a bit controversial yeah. to talk about, too. But let's yeah. look at the cornerback from, from Tennessee, Desmond King. Now, he is a guy who has a lot of injury history, mm-hmm. but you can get him cheap. Do you think he's just another Mo Claiborne for the Cowboys if you went and got him? Or do you think perhaps his injury woes are behind him?
2: What what position would you play him at?
0: I think because um, of the way it's sad, uh, i play him at corner.
2: Uh, if you play him at corner, he's your fourth or fifth corner. You think? I don't think he can come. I think a I think a rookie could beat him out easily.
0: I I, yeah, I he's had a lot of issues, and it seems to be that he's had back to back injuries, and since then he's had a lot of trouble um, being able to move. I I like the Troy Hill one. Uh, I do like that option. The other one I looked at was Quinton Dunbar, the cornerback from Seattle. Mm-hmm. um i don't know what you guys make of it i think you could get this guy relatively cheap as well um again you know nagging injuries are, are what yeah. it's come down to he was placed on ir as well um but he's young he's young and you can get him cheap and he can produce i don't know what you think and we we know all about him he played at the washington football team too right I don't know if that that you 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 buy that or do you think this is another guy? where, again, you know, we're we're getting down into the the road of picking up injured players, and as we were t- talking about, you know, known commodity <laughs> is what you're after.
2: Uh, he solid guy. He could probably come in and compete. It it would really depend on price for me on that one.
0: Yeah. And then uh, another guy, I don't know what you think. I'll get your take on this guy, Marcus. Okay. Because he's certainly a guy that that could fit for the Cowboys. But there's issues. The first one is I think he's going to be fairly expensive, double digits, I'm looking at. And the other one is he plays for Washington. That's Ronald
2: Darby. Mm, I would Mm. probably pass
0: on Darby. Yeah, for the expense?
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't think he's worth much.
3: Again, another ever present. He was always on the field,
2: mm-hmm.
3: so it, yeah. the the fact that he's always on the field, they're going to command decent salaries. So uh, again, it's we've got to spend our money wisely.
2: Yeah, but like you say,
3: yeah. I mean, he's 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 probably out of our price range. But in saying that, according to over the cap, he only made three million dollars last year, so it's not mm. it's not astronomical numbers we're talking about.
0: But I, I would say, though, that he's – go on, Marcus. You, he gives that me.
2: corner safety flex, too. Mm.
0: And you got to think you've got to overpay as well in free agency because you, yeah. you're trying to beat out your competitors. Yeah. Do you want to look at the safeties? And then I'll bring up your list, and then we'll uh, – we'll, let, we'll...
2: let me give you two corners that I really like, who I think will fit go this on, game then. well, who may come cheap. Yeah. Um, I, I know a lot of people are going to know this name because his last game was not good. But Kevin King from Green Bay. I'm yes. really high on Kevin King. I know, I know you guys are gonna think about that game and be like, oh, he's awful.
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: they changed the scheme in Green Bay in 2020 and they started running like almost a zero cover one defense. That's not his strong suit. If mm-hmm. you go back to the last the three years before that, he had five sacks in 2019 when they ran their cover three cover two scheme and then he had two sack two I'm sorry interceptions not sacks then he had two interceptions the year before that and then his rookie year was hurt so when they put him in a scheme where he can bump and run and play more of a zone he plays to his strengths Green Bay let the Smith brothers go and they put their corners on an island and that is not his skill set yeah, yeah yeah if we get him back in a scheme like we run I think he'll be the guy from 2019
0: and uh, you can get him cheap
2: too. Yeah, it's worth, because it's worth a gamble. Because of that look you just made when I brought his name up, his price tag is going to be very cheap. Because <laughs> every <actor laughs> comes in. I can see yeah, the play yeah.
3: now. We got absolutely yeah. burned.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, the, no, your no, biggest issue it with makes Kevin sense. King. It
3: makes, it makes
1: perfect sense when you think about yep. it.
0: My only concern with Kevin King is uh you've seen what well, we've seen it as well. He can get pushed off if, if you're physical with him he, he he's easy to move.
2: Yeah. But, but again
1: but again that depends on the coverage though.
2: I, I was about to say that's a pro- I think that's a product of the coverage when you got him Yeah 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 and yeah, line yeah. and and trying to jam and run with somebody. I don't think okay. he- in terms of safety, and I'm going to bring your list
0: up and let you talk about it for uh, the last part of the, the segment. Here's a sneaky one for you, right? Because we've seen the Cowboys do this before with veteran cor- cornerbacks. What do you feel about signing Patrick Peterson but playing him as your center field safety? It was work before.
2: Mm. Uh, it will probably depend on the price. Um
0: on the price, yeah. So a good deal. You're gonna get him for a good deal. Let's say that. Are you gonna? Are you gonna do that for him? Keeps him in a, the big show.
2: If it was a really good deal, I would say yes because, like we talked about with Richard Sherman, he's gonna bring that veteran presence. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a position he's never played before. Like, it's hard yes. to imagine him going from, uh, nose in the face man-to-man corner to playing free safety in space. Everybody can – everybody doesn't have that ability to, to make that transition like that. Mm-hmm. He may be awful as a safety. Like, he could he could have no clue what he's looking at, and and <laughs> we spent all this money, and we're relying on him to be our guy. at safety.
0: I mean, they say that because when you said with him in man-to-man coverage, when you look at him in man coverage, he struggled last year. He, really he struggled hard.
2: a lot last year, and people don't, yeah. don't talk about that.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, that's why I was thinking that where you move him into. So he's got a bit more free freedom of movement um, down that road. Yeah, But I don't know what you think about this. Right. I know <laughs> we've, we're trying to keep it um, in terms of, of known commodities and what have you. I don't like what some people are saying about Anthony Harris. I'm out on Anthony Harris altogether.
2: Um, I am, too. I thought I was the only one.
4: No,
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm out on him, man. Um, a- another one. Ironically, I've finished with that before we get to your list. Um, but one, I-, I, I'm, I swing both ways on this one because I like the price, but I worry about the history. Is Malik Hooker? That
1: I think the Cowboys. Is, I think he would be too expensive. Would he not?
0: No, you would get him very cheap because the injury yeah. history.
2: He has a very, he has an awful injury history. Yeah. Oh yes, six percent really of snaps hard.
3: last year. Yeah. 6%, How much? Six percent of snaps.
2: I think he's only played fifty percent for his career.
1: So yeah. yeah. We're, but the talking numbers, but we're talking about the safety position, right? Yeah. You know, yeah
2: yes.
0: Yeah, the yeah, the yeah. 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 But I mean, like, what's crazy is if you look at his rookie season, he was blowing it up. Yeah. He was like on fire. Um, and then the last two seasons you've just got injury history compounding everything for him. But I think he would be cheap. Um, you know, I think Malik Hooker is a better a better option than what we did last year uh, with HaHa Clinton Dix. Definitely. I think he's already a better option than that. And if you get him cheap enough for like, say, I don't know, two million like you did with, with, with Clinton Dix, if he, he ends up not being that guy, and he's, you know, the injuries are too much. You do what you did with Ha Ha Clinton Dix; good enough then, so it could be good enough this year. Uh-huh. If he doesn't, and he makes it through, well, now you've got a you've got a starting safety on your roster who very well could be one of the best safeties uh, in the league.
1: Yeah, I've got a question for you guys. What about the two safeties, that, and also, I've, well, I've, I've got three players in mind, and yeah. and the. They're definitely on the lower spectrum of, of the, like trying to get them. I think personally, is Keanu Neal from Atlanta, Carl Joseph, yeah. and Andrew Sandejo. Like okay. both of them. Like I don't know what you guys are thoughts on a bit from like when it comes to Keanu Neal, he was probably I thought, like he, looking at his stats from last season, like I've, he's like had over hundred tackles as a safety. Free mm-hmm. QB. And he's hits. a first
0: round pick. Keanu yeah. Neal's a first round pick.
1: Yeah, and and. And I don't think it, like it's going to be that expensive to get him.
0: Right? No, when you really think me, about yeah. it, mm. he just hasn't lived and, it. He and, just and, never he lived Dan up
1: Quen- to and yet. And, and, and he has a Dan Quinn guy, and yeah, and like the and the other guys, Carl Joseph and Sandijo, San they had a great last season. The only thing with Sandijo, he's only he's thirty four years old, so yeah. he, you could mm. probably write him off. Yeah. Whereas four, Joseph's yeah, twenty eight. Yeah. yeah. So.
3: I was thinking that, and they're both from, they're both in the same team, so maybe they try and keep at least one of them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, because if you lose problem, both, you're effectively readdressing your your safety. They probably
1: will keep. If that's the case, they'll probably well keep Joseph for the the youth mm-hmm. factor, pretty much. Um, I Means like I said, Sandy Joe is almost thirty five years old. Yeah. So. And be in that safety position. Yeah, can wear oh, really I, wear and tear on
4: you.
0: Now the good thing is, is our good old friend you, Marcus. He's done him. Um, he's done up a list of his free agents. We'll have a look at the list. We'll break it down, slag it off a bit, and then uh, we'll call it a night. And let, yeah. you,
2: let, me know, let me know which positions you want me to go to because I have them all right okay.
0: here. Okay. So. um the, these are your guys. So what is interesting when I looked at it straight away was you've got at the top of your list Xavier Woods. So
2: when i let me, me let me clear it up. When I made yeah, my list, for it. I put the Cowboys player first so that oh, okay. you can see his name, his age and how much he made last year. And mm. then underneath him, I put all the other free agents and I put them from the highest salary to the lowest salary last year.
1: Right. So th- right. that's
2: the that's the order. It's not as in terms of who I want the most.
0: Who you want? That's cool. Because but, but the thing that that popped out to me as well is you had uh, the same guy we were just talking about, Malik Hooker. So yeah. it seems to be that, and you're seeing the same thing. Three million. I had him around two. So it's right. pretty much we're on the same ballpark there. Um, but of all those guys there, who's the guy? I know you have got to Jaquiski Tart up there, mm-hmm. but I. Th- Think the expense on him is a bit too much. I agree. Um, but go for it of those guys. Who's your favorite that you would say, that's the guy I'm signing? It does not matter.
2: If it were me, I would go Trey yeah. Boston. I love Trey Boston as a player.
0: Okay. Go Smart for guy. it. Well, what is it that you like about him?
2: Smart guy. He mm-hmm. causes turnovers every year. He's gonna get you three or four interceptions. He can play free safety, he can play strong safety. Um Every team he's been to, he's been one of the leaders of the defense. I don't yeah. know why he can't stick with the team because he changes every year. I think he may be too much of an alpha for most locker rooms. Mm-hmm. But that's what we need in Dallas, if that's the case.
0: Some leadership. Yeah, right. I would agree, actually. Um, um, And as well, a bit of um, – because we t- talked about this in the season – a bit of aggression. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? A bit of an attitude because there was too much – with the defenders picking the opposition players up and wiping their helmets down, and yeah. you know, making sure they're okay, shaking around. No, get a guy who's got a bit of an attitude, who's right. going to leave the guy in the dirt. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, for you, Paul, any of those guys standing out for you?
1: You know me, I'm more of a defensive lineman guy, so I <laughs> am going to pass on to that question back on to Graham. I am <laughs> opting out on this one.
3: Well, one, one name that does spring to mind is Damaris Randall. Um, yes. McCarthy drafted Randall. Um, okay. So he he will know early stages of his career. Um, Ricardo Allen, will all remember from Hard Knocks. He was actually mm-hmm. uh, released by the Falcons, but I think mm-hmm. he kind of turned his career around. Um, again, we've, we've discussed uh, hooker uh, injury problems, yes. but this is... This is the kind of market the Cowboys are going to be shopping in because of Dak Prescott's deal. It's pure yeah. and simple. Um, of that list, Ricardo Allen's probably out of our price range. Um,
2: uh, Graham, last year he made yeah. $6.5 I think that number would be lower than that for this year. I just tried to put the last year's salary. Oh, okay. I, mean, I, okay. I think you will be closer to four this year if I had to take a guess. Because of the it's age.
3: a conversation. Yeah. Certainly a conversation. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And he can um
0: the, the only other guy who isn't on your list that I, I'm kind of interested in is A.J. Bouye. But I, I, I'm just wondering, uh, let me check is, he, is that list. decline too much? You are, sorry?
2: I was going to my cornerback list to see if I had him on there. No, I didn't put him
0: on the corner list. No, you do have Kevin King that's quite interesting, though. Um, and you got Patrick <laughs> Peterson. So, but Patrick Peterson too expensive for you?
2: I think he's gonna want at least 10 million no matter where mm. he goes and what position yeah. he plays. Too expensive, I think so.
0: It is a bit. Um, but what about your defensive lineman? Let's get that so Paul can get in on this. All right,
2: uh, defensive tackle. I just did one text. I didn't do any three texts.
0: One text is probably where I would be going anyway. Uh, interesting. You've got Shelby Harris. We've spoken about him. Um, snacks Harrison. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm not I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan of snacks. I don't know why. I never have been. Um, for me, of all the guys on the list, you know what's ironic? Antoine Woods is the guy I'm just looking at going, there's my guy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I I'm kinda leaning like if I, if we were to bring someone in the out of that list of that free agency, I would probably would say Shelby Harris, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah. 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 It, it makes more like even though he's 30 years old and maybe a lot more money, but I think you're gonna guarantee at least get a good engine out of him, at least. hmm So uh you could probably say Nunes Rochas as well, but
4: yeah,
1: how much is his salary running increase because of the Super Bowl win? Exactly. even though he may that's yeah. the problem with that one so if it doesn't increase too much then yeah for sure I would try and maybe speak to Vakim for sure
0: are there any guys on there though um that no matter what you would say Marcus like no, I'm completely i'm completely out on the on him any of those guys at all doesn't matter I'm out
2: on this on this defense on that tackle, list no, yeah. I wouldn't. But um, if I added Sue to the list, I would say probably Sue. Yeah,
0: you're the same yeah, as me.
1: Yeah. Sue, Sue. Sue is the, probably the biggest no no. Yeah.
0: Is there any other positions, though, that you would say is quite important you would aim for to try and stock up? Would linebacker be that end, spot or. D-
1: defensive end and linebacker.
0: Yeah. Defensive end. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I tell you what, from, then. For more, more depth. We'll, we'll look at that then. And then. um we can stop wrapping things up. Uh, da, 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 da. Who's the guy? Vic Beasley? Mm, I'm just worried. Tack McKinley, which is quite ironic because he was a guy the Cowboys oh, were touted.
4: Enough.
0: Yeah, uh, and he was available for the Cowboys in the draft and there was some talk uh, before the draft of them taking him. Right. Um, go on then, you hit me with it, Paul. Who, who, who then instantly stands out to you?
1: I, I would definitely look towards, like said, some... Harris and McKinley, for for many reasons, is the age factor. But yeah. Is but also, but Dan Quinn's more the de- defensive quarterly rather than being the head coach. So he would actually be more hands on with these guys than mm-hmm. overseeing the whole team. So I think that would still have some type of influence as well. Um, I like how you've got Alden Smith at the top there for two million. Like, <sighs> yeah. Bailey, it's the age factor. Yeah. Uh, Okafor, again, you'll probably ask for much more than that because he's, he's part of that Kansas City team. Yeah, like, it's just the way it is. And Morgan Fox, yeah, yeah, will probably will be without a doubt the cheapest option, of how the Rams are doing right now. Yeah, but, but if it was me, I would even look at that. It would be between Harris and McKinley, my personal opinion.
0: See, now, for me, if I was going linebacker, I don't know what, what you think of this, Marcus, but for me, I would be looking at, um, like, you know, like an early down thumper to try and stop the run. Uh, I notice he's not on your list. If it was For me, this is the direction we're going for in terms of price, and to fill that gap would be B.J. Goodson from Cleveland.
2: Let me go to my Sam linebacker's list. This is my Sam uh-huh. linebacker. There you go. Oh, you've got him on there. <laughs> yeah.
0: There we go. It's, it's, it's there's this mom. going on again. We we're, we're in the, we're on the same line. Um, but here's an ironic thing: Damian Wilson,
1: Wilson. From Kansas City. <laughs> Do you
0: know I, what was I, mean?
1: about, I was just about about to say that. It's like, oh, why why did we let him go? I know. I
0: know. Yeah, and now he's and now he was at a Super Bowl. Uh, and, and ironically, the other, more, the other linebacker,
4: yeah,
0: and ironically, the other linebacker they got, he's got a Super Bowl ring, and he was with the Cowboys. Oh, man, we just seem to keep doing it to ourselves. But B.J. Goodson, th- there's my guy. Um, I would be a- an early down linebacker to try and block or assist in blocking the run. Um, that's for me. I, and, you know, you could go down the road of Matt Milano as well from Buffalo, but I think the price on him is going to be too high. Because he just had an – you what, sorry?
2: I said I agree.
0: Yeah, he's going to be too expensive. Um you know, he he was actually playing really, really well for Buffalo, and then it just seemed to slip away on him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, he he's the most. But is there anybody else? Any, any other particular position, Marcus? You would aim for, or is that really what you're you're looking to do?
1: i well, oh sorry, Marcus. I've actually got one more name. I can't remember what position and linebacker he plays, but what about like and Graham? You can put your two cents in, because I know your dad is a Green Bay fan, but what about Huxley? Yep. Like, we could probably get him on the cheap. Who was that? Christian Kirksley. Oh, for Cleveland.
3: Okay. For uh, Cleveland. I think he hugely underperformed in Green Bay. Um, And, like, he's he, uh, my understanding of it is he wasn't a free agent, they cut him. Uh, so, yeah, he, he, um, he is a free agent now, uh,
1: as yeah, of
2: February yeah, yeah, yeah. 19th. There's
3: my linebacker
1: list. Yeah, um, uh, uh, there we go. Yeah.
2: I like the a- Alex Anzalone kid from New Orleans. I think he can play middle. I think he can play some wheel linebacker, especially if we move Jalen to Sam, like they say. Um, still young, athletic. I love Denzel Perryman.
0: Yeah, I was just about love to say him.
2: that. Mm. But I don't think he will come here and be a backup. He's too good. Um,
0: let me just try and get my yeah, because I've got Denzel Perryman as well, like literally third linebacker on my list. Yeah.
1: Um, The the reason I'm saying Kirksley as well, because he does have a leadership trait. He does have a lot of leadership traits, because he really was the foundation of that Browns defense before he was traded for all those years.
0: Here's my trouble with Denzel Perriman. I love him too, right? I I don't know what you think. I just think Denzel Perriman's 20 years too late.
2: I can can see that. He's an old school linebacker.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, and where nowadays you're looking at them off-ball linebackers a bit more quickness to um uh-huh. clog and cover, where he's you know you're two down, you know Stuffer in the middle again, you know.
2: Right. And if, um, if we were talking draft, if we were talking draft talk, I would talk about Nick Bolton and everything you say about Nick Bolton from Missouri. I just yeah. point, I just point you to Denzel Perryman, same guy.
0: Yeah, yeah, I see where you're going. Yeah, I totally agree. Um. But, yeah, um, I think that is a nice free agent review there. We right. quite enjoy your, your list. And, obviously, we quite enjoy your time as well, Mr. Marcus. And I've been a pleasure, it. as always, having you with us. Uh, smiling away over there in Tennessee. Oh, our oh, things, though, in Tennessee. Everything calm, cool, and collective? Or as yeah, crazy thanks. as it is over here?
2: Oh, no, things are going great right now. We just had a big snowstorm come through, a rare snowstorm in Memphis. Mm-hmm. So, um, we got, like nine inches of snow which is unheard of so that started to thaw out and now we have hit spring um it looks like our mask mandates may be getting lifted in a couple of weeks possibly Uh, the vaccines are flowing so people are starting to get a little bit more comfortable being outside so we'll see if we've um weathered the storm or if we're headed for another bad season
4: <laughs>
0: yeah, and you could tell Brandon as well to stop sending me and Paul bottles of moonshine that he's got.
4: Right.
0: He's making us very jealous over here, yeah. especially when he does the yeah. peach and the apple
2: ones. He's celebrating early.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 yeah, before I don't. Thank you, Brandon, man. We miss you, dude. We miss you, mate.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Well,
0: funnily enough, there's another guy who's going to be joining us on something we've had planned at Drop today. So we'll quickly run through this and we'll let you go, uh, Brandon. Uh, First shout out is to Cowboys Experience. Make sure if you're going to a game this year, you book it through Cowboys Experience. They've got game day tickets, stadium tours uh, and tailgate parties you won't want to miss. And the big news that dropped this week was about our uh, draft day show, which is for the NHS uh, for all the work that they've done. Make sure you go watch the hype video that we dropped. Uh, Marcus is going to be joining us. I asked him the yeah. question, funnily enough. I said, Look, do you want to come on? He said, Listen, Mom, whatever you're doing, I'll do it. Yeah. You didn't know it was a 24 hour show. So <laughs> I I'm pretty much <laughs> suspecting you're not going to do the full show with us now.
2: I'll do as much as I can. I'll I <laughs> do that's all, that's all we <laughs>
0: yeah. um, I mean like we said to you It's a free invite we've got a ton of guests Marcus is one and Brandon we spoke about is another yeah. uh, We will be putting The guest list up because there's Players, uh, Cowboys yeah. creators Cowboys staff 24 uh, hour charity event All on draft day uh, So make sure you get involved with us We've got some giveaways as well Some UK Cowboys gear we're looking to get in as well Um yeah. So should be fun. And we'll have Marcus on it for oh. 22 hours. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean,
4: uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll be here.
0: Yeah. I, I think if he was to start at half past seven with us, that would be like one thirty in the morning, your time. Okay so that's
1: that's, uh, that's a that, that's a great austin we will provide those details at a later date um yes on
0: the show it'll all be all, there.
1: All on the show we will post like uh we'll confirm everything as we lead up to, coming up to the draft so don't worry about don't, that dude
0: yeah you, you don't have to panic it will not be quiet um but thank you very much for joining us uh, and seeing us again um It will be uh, very interesting to have you back on, uh, which will be the 24-hour show. I'll give you the details on all of that, Um, but it's been an absolute pleasure, mate, to have you on again. As we said before, you and Brandon are probably our two closest Cowboys creators that we talk with and work with and all the rest of it, uh, bouncing off each other's shows. So we will speak to you again, uh, but from yep. myself, from Paul, Graham, and our special guest, Marcus Bluff City Cowboys, make sure you go and follow them. We will
4: see you all again next week. See you next time. Bye.